is pro, and so we grow. Using procurement, program, and control. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with. Crystal and Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, Crystal, we're gonna have a great show. We got an amazing guest lined up for us today. Yes, right? we do. We do. <laughs> this is a young lady that <laughs> delayed reaction, huh? <laughs> a young lady that um participated in one of the classes that I did for um, the New Women's Business Center. And she's a pretty amazing and she has an exciting business where she's an interpreter. And mm -hmm. so um, so uh, you you will you will really like her. Uh, really? Just an amazing lady. I we we actually met and she's you know, it's interesting, Gilbert. Years, there are some business owners or some people that when they meet someone and they really and they like them and they and they feel that they're benefiting from their input and and as you love that word coachable uh mm. she is that person and she's just yeah. she's just incredible and uh so i think she's um got uh her business is going to be is it successful and it's going to even be more so more in successful in the future so i'm excited to have her on the show so will you right now she's working on her technical camera over there other mm -hmm. than that, she'll be here shortly. But in the meantime, so tell me what has been going on in your world. Oh man, this week, um, this week I was going through some things with clients, trying to get them ready, trying to get them organized, and uh, of course, I did. Uh, you know, I I kind of forget, <laughs> I kind of forget the days of the week, but <laughs> I, I think I had two workshops back to back. I think I'm not so sure. <laughs> I know, huh? Let me let me tell you something funny. Let me tell you something that funny that happened. Now I knew that you had the workshop with the Urban League on Tuesday because I actually told someone about it. I looked yeah. on on the website, got the date. So Tuesday, you know how we, our lives are, right? So Tuesday comes, and I'm going, oh my god, I got a workshop! I got a workshop, and I'm thinking. <laughs> Oh my God, am I ready for? And I had done some little enhancements the day before on the workshop that I had given before, right? And <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I got a workshop. So then I'm going, wait, I never got a, uh, I never got a link. So I reach out to the Urban League and say, I never got the link for the show. And they come back like, this is not your night. This is Gilbert's <laughs> night. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm moving fast. <laughs> we don't have you scheduled to do a webinar today. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> See, that's what happened when we got so many programs going and we're helping so many businesses. It's like, we we know it's supposed to happen, but we don't remember the days. Right, exactly. And I knew it was you because um I knew it was yours because I had just told someone and 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 I was telling them, oh, you just have to tune in tonight because Gilbert is absolutely amazing. Uh, the, the, that was on Monday. 
So this yeah. is on Tuesday. He's amazing, and you're going to love him, and all that sort of stuff. And then come Tuesday, and I forgot that it wasn't, and I'm thinking it was me, so I'm panicking. Oh my God, I haven't got the link, and Lord have mercy. Well, you know, you're not alone, co-host. You're not alone because <laughs> because I I did a work, I did two workshops, right? I did one for the Urban League on capability statement, and I did another one for Vermont Slauson this past Monday on capability statement development, also, right? Oh, so okay. The, I got the clients all mixed up now. So I'm going, okay. Were these clients from the Urban League or were they from Vermont? <laughs> so they're asking for certain materials. So I'm going, okay, all right. Am I giving them the Urban League material? Or... <laughs> it was crazy. It was, I, so I get you, you. I get you. You know, it's like, um, I guess that's uh, the... And uh, what is it? That's the privilege of being in demand. Yes, yes. <laughs> How about that? Yes, that is so true. So, but yeah, but we did confused. this past Wednesday. We did elevator pitch. You know, developing your elevator pitch. That was a great workshop. Uh, you know, I put together some strategies, some tips, some templates, and some styles for them to to use and so, to follow. And it, it was pretty good. You know, getting a lot of rave feedback on that. So that was good. So uh, well, you know, that's uh, my pet thing because with with the business zone, you tell a person, uh, not the business zone, with the uh, recycling black dollars. Okay, you're gonna get yeah. do your elevator. Pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a brief elevator pitch and it goes into a dissertation. <laughs> and they're going on for two, three minutes. <laughs> right, and like, and then they got like um, uh, 19 things that they do, and you're like, what did they do? Oh, wait, what did you just say? Yeah, so very vitally important for mm -hmm. a business owner to really understand when someone asks for a um, asks for a uh, elevator pitch that you make it brief and yeah. just enough, at, like an appetizer, just mm -hmm. enough to get yeah. you engaged and yeah. and you and want and. You want more from the engagement. So yeah. So, very, so very important. So that your listeners will say, okay, can we schedule a meeting so we can talk some more and get much deeper into this? That's really your, your focus. That's what you want, you know? Right. But many of them, they keep sharing, oversharing, and sharing a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> and the listener go, uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> right. Let me get everything that I do in because I never, may not have an opportunity to see them again. And so at that point, you gave them everything. What What is it that they need to know? Any uh, uh, What more do they need to know, right? Because exactly. they gave them everything. So, exactly. Um, so that's a, just a little tidbit, guys. Uh, you know, just give them an appetizer. It's like <laughs> I uh, I like to equate it, equate it to a woman walking into a, a restaurant or a club. Yes, we got a hint of perfume. You sashay by. <laughs> Maybe throw your hair a little bit and keep. Ah! You got them roped in. <laughs> See, I didn't know those things, Crystal. I'm learning now. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. So next time I see another female enter into a, 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 a facility, I'm gonna okay. She's gonna she's gonna whip the hair now. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna swing the hips. 
She's gonna let the perfume go. She's gonna let the perfume kind of sashay through the room. And she's gonna turn around and give you a little half smile. <laughs> and then there you go, you're roped. <laughs> you're like, hey. <laughs> oh man, see, I'm learning, man. Every week I learn something on this show, Crystal. Every that, week. I that, learn that is what I call a, a effective. Elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if I ask you if you've got your elevator pitch ready, ready to go, you go. Sure, I do. I got my hair did. <laughs> I got my perfume going. <laughs> I've got what I need to get your attention. <laughs> That is amazing. That is amazing. You know, now, next time I'm thinking about elevator pitches, I'm going to be thinking about that. Right? I'm, I'm sure you are. <laughs> okay, <laughs> give me your elevator pitch. Okay, I want to see that sachet going. Yeah. <laughs> So what did you do this past week, uh, co-host? What did you do? Uh, what, what my week you? was uh, see, I had workshops. I had um, I had the uh, no, I had no Urban League workshop. I had one or a workshop this week with um, with uh, the New Women's Business Center. It was a new uh -huh. one. I had mm -hmm. never give. I had not provided for them. In fact, I think I was telling you earlier today the yeah. workshop that I did. I had not done that workshop in uh thirty years. Wow! Long, hold on one second. Let me pick up this. That's how long it's been since I actually taught Excel. Yeah, but and, see. It's already in your DNA, so you didn't have to prepare or practice for that. It was just there. It's like a ready-made uh, program for you. <laughs> That's what it was. I, I, I literally, for visual visualization, I created uh, about 12 slides <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> with, with the who, what, where, and whys. Oh, yeah. And I made sure this, the slides were colorful. Yeah. And then after that, I took them right on over to Excel and just worked from Excel and from the templates. And so they were raving, raving about it. They really, really enjoyed um, it. So it worked. It, it, but, but that's see, it. But see, co-host, you are known for your amazing flashy slides, though. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you create those things so perfectly. It's just unbelievable, man. Whatever... <laughs> Whenever you do a presentation, it's like if if I don't come to your presentation for the knowledge, I'm coming for for the slide. I want to see the slide presentation. <laughs> you want to see the slides? <laughs> yeah, because they look so pretty. You know, I'm going, dang! How did she do that? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, just knowing how to use um, PowerPoint. Yeah. And, uh, and and Prezi every now and then, but I haven't used Prezi in a while. I I do have a Prezi account. I uh, the very first time, our friend Armand he uses Prezi, and you know yeah. Prezi has a, some little pizzazz to theirs. <laughs> and so I do have a couple of wor uh, workshops that is housed over on Prezi. But the Excel mm -hmm. one, I needed to I needed it quick and fast in a hurry because 
once I realized that I wasn't teaching for the Urban League, I then realized that I was teaching <laughs> you, the next you day. Thought, <laughs> you thought you were going to be teaching for the Urban League. <laughs> <laughs> so that meant I had to throw some slides together like and fast and in a hurry. And oh, so man. it went over well. So, but you know, that's when you when you teach like we do. And you teach that's, on that's what you call small business flexibility, man. Yeah. You were flexible and ready. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's that's like one right. time I was teaching a class. No, I, uh, I thought when it came in on my calendar, it really looked like it was someone else teaching the class. I, yeah. I signed on and I thought I was being invited. I was a guest, right? <laughs> I signed on. You're, you're signing on for your own class. <laughs> yeah, I'm signing on. And, I, and, I, and, and so when the host came on, I said, who's teaching this class? And they said, you are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, here as a, I'm here as a participant. What do you mean? Because <laughs> it... <laughs> it didn't say anything that made me recognize that it was my class. I was like, okay, no, there was no guest signed on yet. I said, give me a few minutes. And of course, I have a, you like a, both of us. We have a library, uh, a workshop. So yeah. I went over and pulled out a workshop. All you need is a couple of tidbits here and there that you know oh, nobody yeah. else knows but you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're able to whip you're able to whip one out and just do a fine like presentation that, huh? like like instantaneous microwave powerpoint <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's a see that's the thing about us doing all these different workshops man and we put it in our archive it's like hey you can go into that the archive and you can grab a workshop for any topic and you can make it work. <laughs> you, you got, I, yeah, I got, let me see. Let me go in my bag of tricks. Oh, yeah, I got this workshop. Let me dust it off. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while. Let me just dust it off. And let me use that one. So, uh, yeah, that's what I had. To, but uh, so I put that together. But the rest of the week um, was mostly consulting. I had a lot yeah. of consulting clients uh, this week. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm my other client still, we're at the, the end of the, we're just about at the goalpost uh, yeah. for that company that I'm working with going public. So yeah. we're two seconds away from that. And so every now and then, today was one of those days. It was a, oh my God, I need this report because it needs to be filed today and oh, on the East Coast time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was the day. And, um, but other than that, it was a good week. But you're still celebrating your birthday, though. This is your birthday I, month. <laughs> it is my birthday month, and you I, still like, you still have what eighteen days to go. Eighteen days, <laughs> so I, I, yes, exactly, eighteen days. Um, <laughs> although I haven't left my house, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the month, I have some. Everybody's so crazy busy right now, so it's yeah. Just, um, that you know, everybody's calendar is crazy. And when I look at my calendar, it's sometimes scary. Yeah. Um, so, but other than that, it's 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 good. It's April. It's May. Yeah. The weather's. It was cold. Then it was hot. Then it was cold. Yeah. And it was hot. So. <laughs> I okay. I got a nice gift in the mail a few days ago, uh, like two or three days ago. <laughs> and when when I open the letter, I go what. <laughs> Oh, who gave sent you a letter that made you go, what? The IRS sent me a nice letter saying, 
Hey, you owe us $327, no, $297. I'm going, what? For what? Oh, was it he IRS or state? The IRS. He said, oh. for, your, for your 2020 taxes. I'm going, 2020? I don't owe you no money for 2020. I'm saying, yeah, you owe us some money, and uh, your accountant didn't pay, so was supposed to pay it, and he didn't pay it. So we're, 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 uh, we're trying to get well, our money from you. Well, this is only $220. I know. <laughs> As opposed to uh, $220 with a whole lot of zeros. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Yeah. So, so, so I'm gonna write me a nice little check and put it in the mail and say, okay. okay. <laughs> and you don't want those people sending you any follow-up letters, man. No, you certainly do not. <laughs> yeah. So no, that was pretty much my week. I got a new phone. I, I upgraded. Oh, really? A new phone. So of course, half is on the old phone, half is on the new phone. So today, when I went to, to get the code for the uh, uh, the, the indicator. You know, yeah. that Google, uh, the uh, registry stream was like, oh, yeah. no, that's on the old phone. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still figuring out what's on the old phone before I actually clean it out. So is it a Samsung that you got? Yeah, I got the new updated version of... The C, is it C, C22 or A? Uh, it is the S22. S22. You know, I like the notes, the Android notes. Guess, so who, guess who is calling right now? Your boy, Richard Pillay. Ah, uh, of course he would. <laughs> I'll put him on the air. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Pillay. I knew it would get this right eventually. I just want to let you know you're live on the air right now. How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> you're on the air with me and my co-host, Crystal Mitchell. Say hi to Crystal. <laughs> hey, Richard. Crystal, hello to you. <laughs> so this is really good because I want you on the show, so now I will have it recorded. <laughs> I tell you I want you on the show. <laughs> so when you make your commitment, she's going to record it. <laughs> so, so, so when are we going to get you on this show, Mr. Pale? Uh, what is it, Zoom? No, it's uh, it's streaming. It's, it's restream. It's restream. It's a it's a platform oh, called restream. Now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no problem. So uh, let me check my calendar right quick. Yeah. Okay. Good. See, this this is history we're making here, Crystal. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're booking a guest live on the air. <laughs> this is amazing. I love it. So, folks, just so you know, for those of you who don't know, Mr. Richard Pillay is an amazing uh, gentleman in the community. This man has done a lot for small businesses in terms of loan financing, uh, education, teaching them how to be financial ready and financially aware of their book, their books, uh, their balance sheet, profit and loss, and statement of cash flow. It, this man is phenomenal. So, you, we're going to have him as a guest in about two or three weeks. And he's going to be talking about that, and he's going to be talking about some other things that he's been doing over the last year. So, Mr. Pale. Oh. He's got a new position that he's going to celebrate with us and tell us a little bit about it and what he's been doing for small businesses. And uh, just so you guys know, folks, he's an ambassador in the small business community. So, 
If if I don't know something, Crystal doesn't know it. Guess who knows it? Mr. Paulette. <laughs> so Mr. Paulette will be able to, to, to share some great information with you guys. Exactly. Uh, you're very kind. You're <laughs> like, I'm more than happy to join two of my very, very dear friends. I remember when we did it live. What was that? Two, three years ago? Yes, like three years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you know, we still have that video, right? <laughs> and, and a lot has happened in his side of the world in, in, in that two years. And that's why we need to update ourselves. Exactly. So, got it, got it, got it. Well, do, do you and your audience want to see me on June the 3rd? Oh, June the 3rd, oh, audience. Awesome. Audience, we're going to have Mr. Belay's presence on June the 3rd. So we're, we're booking that right now. We're yeah, documenting that and recording it right now. <laughs> I will send you over the information, Mr. Belay. <laughs> I will not be a ghost for you or your audience members, believe me. I will definitely be there. Just send me, like you said, Crystal, the invite information so I can get on to Restream. Haven't heard of that, but I know that's something that you all have put together for your own broadcast, yep. which I love week after week. It's fantastic. Yeah. While the audience is listening, we've known each other, Gilbert. Remember when you were just starting? Yes. Pro? Yes. Yes. Oh, right, just help me understand how do I put this on the street? Yeah. Look at you, now, man. <laughs> Look at you. NAACP. Who else you work with besides the NAACP? Uh, the the Urban League. Uh, 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 GLAC. Uh, Greater Los Angeles African American <laughs> Chamber. Vermont Slauson. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Excellent. So Church. thank you, Mr. Palais. I appreciate you, sir. And that you said June third, right? June 3rd, I, yes. I will so send out the information. And you said two weeks, so I have to yeah. push it out three weeks. Okay, perfect. So, folks, you got it here. You heard it here first. We're gonna have Mr. Amazing Palais on June third. <laughs> He's going to be sharing some amazing information with us about small business, what's coming up, what's been going on, what agencies he's with, and how those agencies can help you to grow and develop your business. So thank you, Mr. Palais. Thank you, Gilbert. Thank you, Crystal. God bless you both. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. Right. Bye-bye. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. All righty. This is a first, Crystal. We we, we booked we booked the guests on the air live. <laughs> see, see, when you come to the business zone, you don't know what to expect. <laughs> right, exactly. And I think Gilbert, we've been trying to figure out how we get call-ins, and that we just have them call us. <laughs> yes, yes. See, that's that's how we got to do it from this point on. <laughs> Just have them call us on the phone and just plug it into the microphone, right? Right. That's all we're gonna do. So that's how you guys call us if you want. If you want to say hello to us on air and have us uh, talk to you. But right at the present moment, guys, I am getting ready for our our guest, and she's amazing. So I'm just trying to pull up her um her her, her info right now, her bio, which I'm gonna pull off of um. LinkedIn, and then we're going to rock and roll. So that's what that, I'm talking about. Hold on, let me. Uh, she got her. She got her sound and everything together. And 
Let's see. All righty. So let me pull up her LinkedIn and let us bring her on. Oh, Hello, there she Kathy. is. How are you? There she is. Here I am. Jimenez, <laughs> and she actually is a interpreter bilingual. And she's going to tell us all about that. I, I called this topic today um, a bridging the communication gap, right? Hey. And, and so we're going to talk about business, giving back. We're going to talk about um, a topic that she's a, 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 a favorite topic of hers, uh, quality cross networking. And I guess that's what we did, wasn't it? We did that's some right. cross networking. Yeah. And Gilbert, I want to tell you, there's very few people, you know, we teach and um, we all teach at various uh, organizations, as you guys just heard. But Catherine was just that she came into a QuickBooks class of mine and she was incredible. She um, that very evening, she went to she went to uh, LinkedIn and she sent me a really nice uh, testimony or or record. Uh, or, uh, uh, on on my on my LinkedIn, and we just started chatting, and then we actually uh, made an appointment. And I was just so I was just impressed with most times uh, we don't reach out to the people that uh, we we say we are, but we don't. <laughs> but mm -hmm. she definitely followed up, and she's been awesome. And so I invited her onto the show. And so That's for great. The, this is her very first time being on a podcast. <laughs> well, we're gonna make, we're gonna make you feel welcome and at and at home, okay? You already have. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so, Catherine, this is my co-host, Mr. Gilbert Buchanan, Coach. Gilbert. Absolute pleasure. And nice to meet awesome. you. Nice to meet you, Miss Jimenez. And we're looking forward to having you not only today but also on future shows. So we're gonna. Oh, I'd be honored. I'd be honored. Sounds great. Thank you. So welcome to the Business Zone. Thank so, you. I'm so ecstatic to be here. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you. So a little bit about Catherine, and she's going to fill in the rest of it. Um, she's a Spanish-English interpreter, a translator, and an educator. And she provides you with a peace of mind by verbally interpreting the spoken word. And she specializes in translation of all texts, incorporating language enrichment while helping you obtain a better command of both the Spanish and the English language. And so we want to welcome you and you can tell us more about your journey and, and how this became your business. I'm always intrigued with how we, we, uh, we arrive on our journey in the path of our ways of getting to success. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Again, it is an absolute pleasure, delight to be here. Uh, thank you for having me feel so comfortable, especially in my first experience ever uh, <laughs> participating in a podcast. I'm honored to have been invited. I uh, basically have um, always been passionate about bridging the gap of communication, helping people introduce themselves. Um correctly, if you will, in the most accurate way possible. And I just want to make sure to always help everyone and anyone I can to articulate, convey the message that they're trying to bring across, whether that be uh, through the spoken word, written form. And I'm also here to help anybody that's interested in retaining and building that confidence with um, expressing, learning more Spanish, English, whatever it may be. 
in order to feel confident, secure, and have a better command of either language. Well, we we all we always want to let our guests understand this, Miss Jimenez. And uh, this platform that we have here, the Business Zone, is a, a platform that is here to help provide entrepreneurship advice, uh, counseling, coaching, and access to resources and information. So whenever our guests come on, we're always trying to find ways to connect them with opportunities or connect folks with them or connect them to clients or, 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 or information to that effect. So I was speaking with my co-host, Crystal, earlier today, and she told me about you. She told me about the things you've been doing. And immediately, ding, 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 you know, my radar goes up, my my light, my idea lights goes on, and I'm going, wow, I wonder if she is currently interpreting at the courthouses for the, for the, the uh, not the Supreme Court, Superior Courts. Mm -hmm. Have you been doing that? That's a great question. And actually, to be quite frank with you, um, when you interpret for the court system in general, yeah. you must be certified. And I am qualified, not certified, not for lack of trying, because that's a long, boring story. We could I like make, that. Yeah, it, it's quite interesting, the story as to why we came to that, but not for lack of trying. Mm -hmm. um, and it is quite a process to get there. And I did everything, but unfortunately wasn't given the credit that I should have received in that aspect, but that's okay because um, everything happens for a reason and there's always a method to the madness. Oh. So I'm very happy having established my own business and what yeah. I do now interpret a whole lot for uh, the immigration aspect of the business uh -huh. because you do not have to be yeah. certified, okay? Yeah. So it just depends on what um, branches, if you will, fields, of interpreting you'd like to go into as well. So that's, that's if you are going to interpret in the courts though, you must be certified because we don't want to send anybody to jail by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know, that should be your slogan. <laughs> we, okay. interpret, we interpret because we don't want to send anyone to jail by accident. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's serious business. It all is. Do not get me wrong. I just recently um helped a lady over in Chatsworth that is finishing off her naturalization process. Uh -huh. And that's serious business too. You, you've got to know how to convey everything yeah. to the utmost clarity in yeah. order for the person not to feel nervous because, you know, it's pretty, you know, um, intense, the experience, if you will, for the person that's going through it and hoping not to, you know, not pass the interviewing process in order to become a U.S. citizen and whatnot. So, don't get me wrong, it's all serious, but when it comes to the courthouses and all that, that's on its own and completely different in regards to everything else usually. It just depends on what you're specializing in. You know, that brings me to another question real quickly. Mm -hmm. Because uh, I know that uh, in Latin America, South America, Central America, there are different cultures, different customs, different words being used. So when you're interpreting... And you know, I don't know what region you're from, but let's say, let's say you're from Central America, and mm -hmm. you're interpreting for someone from South America. They have certain phrases and slangs that they use that, you know, when you hear it, one, you may not understand what they're talking about, or two, you may think they mean something else that you're 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 used to hearing it for. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, for example, mm -hmm. like for example, bolsa. Bolsa means bag, right? That's in some right. places, some places it, it's a purse, and in some places it's something else. So, you know, how do you know when to say, well, he's saying that he had a purse on him and the cop took it from him, but it may not be a purse he's talking about. He's probably talking about. So how do you handle that? <laughs> no, thank you very much for bringing that up. That's excellent. Um, you know, basically the situation is that I am born in California. Mm -hmm. My parents are from Costa Rica. So Costa Rica tends to have a Spanish that is very neutral, thank God. And uh -huh. I'm very international by nature. I'm yeah. so thankful to God that I was born in California because we have a melting pot out here. And I just love it a lot. love learning about different cultures, uh, races, religions, whatever the situation may be. We're all yeah. one, right? Mm -hmm. So um, in that aspect, I have always done my best to educate myself prior to a uh, um, project, if you will, so that I know you know, who I'm receiving things from and I'm able to represent them and communicate exactly what it is that they're trying to convey. Because yes, you're absolutely right. Bolsa is a bag in general, to be quite frank, you know, yeah. <laughs> and if, if ever we um, are challenged in any way, shape or form as an interpreter, we always want to go back to the motherland where the, the language came from Spanish in this case. Yeah. And see what it is that they say because that's usually what's most accurate, you know. Right, right. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up because that's very true. Uh, now, how welcome. did you? How did you um, decide that you wanted to have? I mean, this is what you wanted to do for your living, for as a career. Thank you for asking, Crystal. You know, I believe it's a calling. To be quite frank with you, because ever since I established my um, business, man, it's been more than meets the eye, but no regrets. Where in the past, I feel like I had a little more um, uh, challenge committing fully. And this, for me, has been something that I know I'm here to serve and to make no mistake about that. Right. And in more than one way. Mm -hmm. So I'm so grateful that I have the motivation, the inspiration, and um, the determination to keep it moving, to keep it going. And it's a calling as far as I'm concerned, and I'm here to address it. Awesome. Mm. Awesome. You know, in the United States, with other countries, um, being bilingual is just a way of life, right? In Europe, mm -hmm. in, in Africa, most of those, uh, most other countries and continents have dual languages, except for here in America. <laughs> we, we speak one language. I, that's a good point. That's a good point, co-host. I, you know, I probably thought about it before, but you just made it resonate with me. <laughs> Right. It's just, it's usually one language that we speak. And the one thing I do marvel about friends of mine that are from other countries is that they can speak English and they speak their mother language. Yeah. And, and it really enhances your, your um, skill set and your yeah. value proposition. When you yeah. Speak yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's afraid that, of putting um, that. Yeah. It's sad. And they don't really, you know, when I grew up, um, I grew up on the East Coast and we um, language was um, because most of the individuals that they were there were Italians, Polish people, Germans um, and French uh, from Canada because we were right on the border of Canada of, 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 of Canada. And so when I went to school, I was learning English, um, Italian and um, uh, Latin and also French. And those are the languages. And, and for a long time, I could uh, read French. If, um, I couldn't speak it 
after I left New York because there was nobody to speak it to, mm -hmm. <laughs> and Spanish was not a, a was not a language that that's well represented, and we didn't have a lot of uh, Spanish people in New York City uh, in in Buffalo. Um, so that was why I chose those languages. But when I came out here, nah, it was <laughs> not really encouraged or thought of, or and so, and I had to, and I went to LA High, and um, the only one, only place that. Uh, I, LA High did have a uh, did have French, but they did not have Italian and they did not have Latin. So mm. I would have had to go to Fairfax High in order to get that. So I just thought that was always unusual because if you want to be in international business, you kind of have to know some other languages. <laughs> sure, sure. I think that's key. You know, I, I love to know if I'm going to be meeting somebody um, from, I don't know, Morocco. Uh, it could be everywhere and anywhere. I don't... I, I would just love to know um, if they spoke Hebrew, if they're Jew. I, I would just love to know a little word here and there so that we can connect, you yeah. know, in that way, shape and form. And that person could feel identified and say, oh, my gosh, you know, you know about this or you know that or, you know, I just I really enjoy making those quality connections with others. So, Catherine, is English your first language or Spanish your first language? You know, here's the thing. When I was, um, you know, I, I'll never forget my parents used to say growing up. In home, in the house, you're going to speak. Say, say it in Spanish. Because <laughs> I, know, I know they said it to you in Spanish. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, listen, absolutely. They said it to me in Spanish, but they said, but when you grow up and you go, you know, in outside of the house, you're going to speak English. And I remember that when my, my, my dad took me to kindergarten, the teacher said, um, she doesn't speak English. You know, I'm like, yeah, I was kind of hoping you do. That's the favorite teacher of that. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know. So basically, I feel like my first language is English because I'm born and raised in California. But at the same time, realistically speaking, no, I, I believe my first language was Spanish. So she said, Cuando tu habla, habla en español, right? Is that is what she said? Cuando yo hablo, hablo en español y inglés. I love it. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend is Cuban and her uh in their household they spoke Spanish and then outside of their household they they spoke English. But it's interesting. She has no uh, accent, but her brothers uh have very strong uh Cuban accents. Really? Uh, Spanish accents. Hers she she matriculated and became and she was 7 when she came here. They were a little bit older, but they have very strong accents. Mm -mm -mm. Personal thing, you know, Gilford and Crystal, that's um, for me personally, it's always been a passion to communicate, period. I'm very grateful to God for the gift to communicate. So I've always found it very important to be, um, you know, very in tune with my roots, where I'm from, and to yeah. respect where others are from. And to, you know, regardless of the fact, like I said it earlier, we're all one, no matter yeah. what. So I think it's important. Um, I was raised to always, you know, respect everyone and everything, regardless of what the beliefs are and whatnot, but to also um, better understand one another, you know, and share, coexist, because, you know, that's, that's huge. This is a gift to be here and we should make the most out of it. That's exactly, right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you do a lot of extensive servicings in addition to um, interpreting and translation and education, that seems to me is one thing communicating with another person in their own language, but actually take it and 
uh, as if it's you, this is what you do every single day. You live it. It's like speaking English every day to be able to interpret it. And some, some of us have problems with the interpretation of the English language and we are, and that's what we were born into. So how do you do that? Great question. I'm so glad you asked because a lot of people think, and with all due respect, makes sense that they would, that we're walking dictionaries. Um, okay. Nothing is going to come out literal. The goal is to convey the message, period. A lot of people, when they hear interpreters speaking, for example, they're like, that's not exactly what was the... Well, again, we're not walking dictionaries and no one's perfect. There's no way <laughs> humanly possible. Don't get me wrong. Practice makes perfect, and that's wonderful. Uh, we do our best, as we should, as professional interpreters, if that's what we are, to truly convey to the closest of what the person has said. But the goal is to... Relay the message, mm. period. That's the goal, ultimately, to relay the message. And a lot of times when we're translating, and that is in regards to just text, strictly translating text, um, anything having to do with literature and such, uh, that is also um, something that we have to realize the order of the words are not always going to be the same from one language to the other. Mm. And um, the, uh, for example, titles of a movie are not always going to necessarily translate right. in to really convey the message. Right. There's a reason behind that. So I'm glad that you asked that because a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. I learned that when I when I look at the movie topic, like, like the James Bond movies, you look at those, the titles never trans translate the same way in Spanish, never, you know? <laughs> hardly, hardly ever. And a lot of times, for example, it's just like names. Some names do translate. Yeah. Names do not. You're right, right. right. For example, Gilbert, immediately they want to say Gilberto. El de, si, exactly. <laughs> it's up to you if you want to be called Gilberto. Si. You can they'll say thank you, but uh, it's Gilbert. You know what? You know what's amazing, Catherine. You know what's amazing. When I was 15 years old, 15 in class, that's what. That's how I used to write my name, Gilberto. Ah. 15. And I also changed my last name too. I I, I was trying to translate Buchanan into something else, uh, Spanish, right? So I put I put Bashante. <laughs> <laughs> My, my teacher said, don't you ever do that. That's not your name. You say your name the right way. You know, this is how you were registered. Oh, she went off on me. No, for legality reasons, you know. I knew one that his name was, um, his name is Martin Salazar, okay? Yeah. And he came around saying, hi, my name is Martin Salazar. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not you know, I, I respect, you know, it is what it is, but it's good to know the difference just for yourself, <laughs> you know, so they appreciate He was Salazar, right? Salazar. Salazar. Yeah, you can see Salazar. I get it. If we're <laughs> but Salazar. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? But, yeah. I love it. I, love no, it. I, I always admire ind individuals I'm that sorry, have interrupt. What was that? I always admire people that have the ability. I, I um 
as an adult, I don't have the ear for, for languages. When I was younger, I did. I don't know what the heck happened, but I know whenever I would go over to my girlfriend's house, her mother and aunt would be in, they would insist that I was going to speak Spanish. And I'm like, <laughs> no joke. I was raised with Cubans myself, but that's no joke. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm, I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> But that's cool. Now, Gilbert actually, because Gilbert actually, as you can hear his accent, he's from Jamaica, so he's international. And uh, he interacts. You you speak a little Spanish, right? Yeah, a little bit. I lived in Panama for a year. So I, I was forced to learn the language because I went there and the people I was staying with, they all spoke Spanish. That's all they spoke, Spanish. No English. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I had this amazing experience where they sent me to the store to buy some milk and they knew <laughs> they knew I didn't know much, right? So to them it was funny. So they, they went to the store with me and they stayed outside and they, because they're listening to me to hear what I was gonna say. So I I saw I went into the store, I said, Hey, can I have can I have a gallon of milk? And they're looking at me, can? I said, a gallon of milk, can I have a gallon of milk? They go, Nintendo. I said, come on, guys, milk, it's right there, white in the bottle, milk. <laughs> so so one 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 guy pointed at it, and on it it says, leche, right? So the other guy said, uh, no, no sabes? I said, no, I don't know what it is. So I'm saying, I saw the name, so I'm saying Liche. I'm going, Liche, oh, give me some Liche. <laughs> I'm going, Liche, what the heck is Liche? And then a guy, a guy next to me said, oh, la leche. <laughs> yeah, la leche. Dame la leche, por favor. <laughs> Kids know they were giving you a hard time. Oh, they knew exactly. They were just giving me this hard time. I'm going, oh, man. And because I was so embarrassed, that forced me to go home and do my homework. <laughs> oh, no. I, but, you know, sometimes we got to learn the hard way. Huh? Oh, my goodness. But I'm sorry they gave you such a hard time. <laughs> now, tell, tell us a time, tell our audience a time when you had your skills, your interpretation skills to interpret for someone who probably was in trouble or someone who really needed your help? Um, you know, I volunteered quite a bit prior uh, to establishing my business for this church, Episcopalian Church in Los Angeles, that gave me the opportunity to um, help them with people that were uh, beginning their naturalization process. Uh -huh. And uh, there would be cases of cases, of course, uh, of seeing of whether, you know, these people qualified or not to move forward with the process and to actually become U.S. citizens. Uh -huh. You know, because uh, it seems to be that that alone is a privilege to be able to go through the process, to be accepted into it in order to move forward. Yeah. So I really had to uh, help people relax and understand what it is that was being asked of them in order to have them explain it in detail to the point where we had to, of course, we were always under oath in regards to conveying what it is that had taken place that may have been misconstrued when we were going to go ahead and present the situation in regards to the questions that they were answering regarding the process that they were going to be answering. I mean, questioned again during the um, interview process because 
it was like a mock interview, if you will. Yeah. So they get very nervous if um, this is their second, third attempt and they've been rejected in the past. And look, this happened, but it happened because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So it has been for me a real privilege to be there to help people obtain peace in order to make progress. Mm. Very few uh, times has there not been a valid reason for as to why the person found themselves in a predicament that came off as someone that wouldn't um, be allowed to go through the process. Wow. Sense. Yeah. And it's so sad because, you know, what's, what's going on today, you know, people that have lived here in this country all their lives, um, but may have grown up in a Spanish household and still and don't have that command of the language. But what's what's happening here and all of a sudden looking at deportation to a country that they may not even know the language or the customs or have nobody there. I mean, it's just, it's really, really scary and frightening. I feel brave souls to say the least. And I'm just always taken back. And thank humble that I could be a part of their process because um, uh, the majority, I I will say, um, are definitely uh, worthy of the opportunity. But, um, you know, it's it's challenging to say the least because if, there has been something that they've done in the past that prevents them from moving forward. Uh, in general, they tend to be um, somewhat nonchalant, which makes sense as to why they ended up in the predicament they ended up in. So, Right. For those of you who are, who are listening or tuning in for the first time, this is The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. This is the number one uh, small business show on the land where we help to provide advice. We provide support services, coaching ideas, and information for entrepreneurs. And if you've got any questions for our guests, our very special guest today is Ms. Catherine Jimenez, and she's a translator. She runs a translation business, and uh, she has some amazing information. She's Our company's called KJ Interpretation. Is that correct? KJ Interpretation. KJ Interpretation. So we've got some questions here and uh, we got some folks listening or one of our one of our loyal viewer, uh, Jasmine. Jasmine has a question for you, Miss Jimenez. And she said, what language is the most difficult to translate? And then the second part of it is, do you use Google Translate when you can't translate the text? So you can deal with the first part first and then the second part. Excellent. You know, from what I've gathered, I belong to an association called American Translators Association. So we're international. We have people from all over the world translating, interpreting, and educating. And I have gathered that I'm going to go with the Asian um, language, meaning that it's a totally different alphabet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's practically tapping into a totally different world in general. Yeah. That is what I'm going to answer for that. And then in regards to Google Translate, I love Google Translate. It's a wonderful resource, but this is not uh, to be used by others that are not familiar with either language that they're translating into, uh, you know, you're not to use it for more than three words, let's say. If they right. Absolute accuracy. I will um, advise everyone to use uh, for a plan B for more accuracy uh, word reference. That helps a lot. I like that um, resource quite a bit. But yes, of course, I am definitely um, indebted to Google Translate because we use it often as well as word reference. 
So, so uh, Miss Jasmine also has a second, a follow-up question to that. She said, "Do you do ASL translation slash interpretation?" Yes, ASL, absolutely. Um, we translate from English to Spanish, and Spanish to English, interpret and educate back and forth. Uh, a lot of people, just so you know, um, only specialize in one direction: Spanish to English or English to Spanish which yeah. is what we're focusing on today because I specialize in Spanish and English, but um, I do both. Oh, I mean, awesome. Spanish and English. I love it. I love it. I have a girlfriend. Um, I think I mentioned this to you, Catherine, that uh, she she was from um, Mazablan, Mexico, and she came here when she was a child, and she had three siblings. Um, uh, she was so young when she came that, English became her primary language. She spoke yeah. Spanish with her mom, but you know she went to school at a young age. So when it came time when she had her daughter and she wanted her to speak Spanish, she um, was having her sister teach her. And I was like, "Why is your sister teaching her? Why are you?" She goes, "Girl, I can't I can't translate." She goes, "I think I think in English." So therefore, I have to then take it and translate it into Spanish and then backwards and forwards until <laughs> I can't do all of that. My sister never, she speaks primarily, her, her first, for her, her first language is Spanish. And so she had her teacher how to speak Spanish because she couldn't wow. do it. Yeah, yeah, different work for different people, huh? Yeah. yeah. And my yeah. girlfriend that's Cuban, she actually, um, she works in the human resource, uh, human resource, and most of the companies she's worked at have a, a, a great deal of their employee population is Spanish. So she, uh, she's, she's bilingual and she can do both. I will say it all starts at home. I mean, I remember my parents, after we go to church, they tell me, read the bulletin in Spanish and write this and do this. And I would say, I don't want to, I don't want to. And they say, oh, this is not a democracy. <laughs> and now I'm grateful. Right. So, yeah. Save your business. You know, it's so funny. Um, My niece is uh, uh, Egyptian. So she was born in America. And when she left, she left um, America when she was uh, five or six and she went to live in Egypt. Wow. She went to a parochial school and had to learn. Um, she spoke English well for, you know, for a five or six year old here. Then when she went there, she had to learn French because the, the in the parochial school, that's what the language they spoke. And then at home, she had to speak uh, Arabic. Wow. <laughs> and so when she came back over here, when she was at 21, I don't, I don't speak Arabic. So we had to come up with our own language so that I could communicate with her. And then when it was serious, my uh, cousin was married to a, uh, had been married to a girl from Kuwait. And so I would have to call her so that she could translate what I needed to tell my niece. <laughs> that was really amazing. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's right. Yeah, so it was it went all the way around. And then since that time she's gone back and forth to Egypt and, and um and back to America. And I think the last she's there now. Uh but she says sometimes she's now she's speaking a little bit of both, right? She's speaking uh, Arabic and English together. <laughs> and people are going, what are you saying? <laughs> exactly. Got to be careful with that because 
Yes, over here it's called Spanglish. What would that be? Arabic and as uh, English, English, uh, ablish. <laughs> they know exactly what to call it. I'm sure over there. Yeah. So, so uh, Catherine, tell us um, how long have you been in business doing this, doing translation, and also uh, where's the business located? What what city? Well, thank you for asking. I'm based out of California. I'm in the South Bay, not too far from LAX. Oh. And I basically work virtually. And um, I also, uh, let's see, have been doing the education aspect of it for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. And interpreting and translation, we have been doing for close to 10. Mm -mm -mm. Where, would you, where would you like to see your business go? Well, basically, the goal is to most definitely have quality, consistent um, connections. Uh, I would love to work with, uh, I'm very familiar with uh, legal uh, terminology because mm -hmm. of uh, having the experience with immigration and whatnot. So I'd love to go towards that aspect more so. And then I'm also a licensed petition. So I'd love to work for companies that are interested in translating anything having to do with advanced skincare. You know, sometimes in life, sometimes in life, we don't really get to do what we want. We think we want certain things and we go, oh, that's really what we want. And we end up doing some other things, right? True, true, so true. With, with that being said, I know the direction you're planning on going in in terms of your business model. Have you ever thought outside of that box? Thought about yes, different yes. types of services, well, not services, but different types of groups and organizations that you can work with. For example, in the procurement and contracting space, that Crystal introduced me to, I didn't mean to interrupt, thank you. Exactly, you've got construction contractors out there who need someone like you to, to interpret for them because let me tell you a little, a little sidebar story here real quickly. You know, my background is in construction as well because I did work with LA Unified School District, LA Community College District and Metro. We go out in the community, we help construction contractors become business ready and contract ready. Yeah. Now, many of those contractors, they speak only Spanish, many of them, mm -hmm. right? And they need to access certain things, certain services, they need to request that, or the reports that are due to contract providers like Metro or LAUSD has to be written and interpreted in English. Yes. So when they're on a project, there are certain safety programs that they need to have and the safety program needs to be translated in Spanish so they can understand it. Mm -hmm. So your services would be very, very valuable to those types of organizations. So have you, that's why I'm asking you, have you thought about that? Absolutely. You know what? Thank you for bringing that up so, so much because yes, again, this is something that Crystal introduced to me when we had our one-on-one. -on -one. I'm so grateful that I came in contact with her because she really enlightened me on the subject. And I thank you for bringing it because yes, indeed, I need to have this be an ongoing uh, project that I commit myself to because I agree with you. It will just broaden my horizons uh -huh. and I to help, you know, anyone that's committed to improving their 
confidence, communication, and business. Mm -hmm. So by all means, I'm, I'm completely flexible and open to that. Excellent, excellent. Because I can see you going super far doing that, or you know, in other other trades, they may need you. Absolutely, I, I would say so. So now this is your lucky, lucky day because the procurement certification guru is Gilbert. <laughs> that is what that's oh what Gilbert does. That's his that's his expertise. Oh my God! Yeah, that's you what I do. To the world, you know that you two are godsends. Really, I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I already thank knew. You. Wow! Thank, okay. you. thank, thank you. you. That's why we're trying to get it out to all small businesses, as many small businesses, as many contract providers, as many primes as possible. Uh, one of our one of our, our our listeners, our viewers here, Jasmine, she, she said, "Yes, Gilbert Buchanan, and I agree." And she said, "Indeed." So indeed could mean many things, right? Indeed could mean, yes, I agree. And yes, that's how it should be. Or it could mean, you know, indeed the employment organization, yeah. they could need some translation too, right? So but there's I, I, so many different ways that you can look at that. I, I, yes. See, Jasmine agrees. She's clapping. She's saying, yes, that's good. And I think, so with Gilbert, he like he said he's worked, you know, he always act, does the accolades for me, so I'm going to do it for him. So he's worked, with Metro, he's worked with the city of Los Angeles, the county of Los Angeles, and um, um, state, and uh, the, the utility companies. So he has a lot of resources uh, in, in that space, and he's highly respected in this space. And so right now he's doing workshops and classes with the organization GLAC, a great other, um, and, and that's what he does. So you definitely want to connect with him so that you can get certified um, because there are so many opportunities. I can see her doing some things with um, Edison and yeah. so Gas and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, even, even Metropolitan Water District. Yeah, Metropolitan know? Water District, P&G. I can yeah. see that, the, you know, because again, a lot of their clients and customers are Hispanic, or they are, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Hispanic and making sure that they're communicating to all of their customers. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, if you, you know, your business could go to a, you know, procurement is a whole nother level. Not oh, nother. Yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah I've done okay. some, some research on it and I've networked and come in contact with other individuals that are already involved in it. And again, I can't thank you enough for broadening my horizons and enlightening me on the subject. And I look forward to definitely pursuing that. Perfect. Yeah. So you want to reach out to Gilbert and he has a, a platform called Small Biz Pro where he it really uh, accentuates what you're doing in the contracting marketplace. So it keeps you in compliance. Um, but he is the person he can help you build your capability uh, statement um, and everything. And and he, in his platform, he has uh, up to date uh, RFPs. Um, that looking and requesting uh, for various in, uh, next codes. So, small I'm there. So yeah. I'm gonna go ahead as as a very special guest on our show. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna gift you 
a subscription to this platform that Crystal talked about, Small Biz Pro. Thank so you, you can you can try it out and you can use it within your business. And really, what it does, it helps you to better become better organized and 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 plan and 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 have your documents all in one place, so you can access them in seconds. It also tells you what documents you need to run your business. You see, yeah. not too many platforms out there do those types of things, you yeah. know? So, so, and then you in turn working with your clients, you can use this platform also because you're going to need paperwork from them. And this will tell them what type of paperwork you need and how they can get it to you. They can upload it in the system and you can access it. So it's multi-purpose, multi-purpose. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you yeah. so much. So you're, get, you're, you're getting today, you're being gifted a free subscription to that platform. Thank you yeah, so much. and then you'll reach out to Gilbert, and he'll show you how to use it, and and you guys can get on the um, get your start getting your paperwork in order, uh, because with all of the service that you that is uh, represented on your website, you would be a valuable asset to many projects out there. Right. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty awesome, especially since you can you can translate it both ways, <laughs> for both directions. That's that's a good thing. Um, yeah, I just love Gilbert. Don't you like uh, businesses that are they have their own uniqueness, right? Oh um, yes, I love that uniqueness. That special niche. Oh man, that's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, and all the experience and skills and talents you bring to the table, that is just even thank so much. They can't happen without, you know, wonderful resources such as yourself. So I thank you so much because you motivate, inspire, you know, and the clarity that you bring within each and every single podcast um, episode, I have thoroughly enjoyed, you know, <laughs> listening to your podcasts. And I'm a little familiar with what you just mentioned in regards to the resource that you're gifting me with because I had listened to someone else speak about that with you and it sounds fascinating. Thank you. Well, I just put the link in the chat right there. It's www.smallbizpro.net slash join. If you use that link altogether, then you get a free, you, you get to log in for free for the first 10 days. And if somebody likes it, they can continue to, you know, use it, right? But you're getting it free for life. Free for life. Okay. <laughs> so Jasmine is gonna check it out. She said, I'll check it out. This is great. Thank you. What do you Jasmine. find the most enjoyable, uh pleasurable, uh, the most enjoyable in, in what you do for a living, Catherine? Um, just bringing relief, peace of mind to others. Good. <laughs> It makes me emotional. <laughs> Pretty much that. Before I forget, I have to ask, Gilbert, is that you on the song, the theme song, too? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> you heard it, huh? Okay, I'm sure you get a lot of compliments on it, but it is the best. Thank you, thank you. I didn't, I didn't think you would recognize it. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it, it is catchy. It's yeah. <laughs> so, so in Gilbert's other life, before he became the, the mega super coach that he is, he actually was a reggae recording artist. See? I think <laughs> <laughs> when he was in Jamaica. So, what are the songs 
find um we should be able to purchase it. Yeah. On iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about that too. I thought about we probably should, Crystal. We should put it on right. iTunes. And, and 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 monetize it, right? <laughs> yeah. So you know, I didn't know this about Gilbert because that when I met Gilbert, we were just uh, we we had met in a business setting, and and I met him. What I learned about certifications and procurement and supplier diversity, I had attended a webinar, and Gilbert was one of the presenters, and I was just blown away with the knowledge that he had, and and I was and and I really hadn't thought about. You know, work. You know, what does that look like? Set asides and things like that. It really, but I, I attended. And so when I'm wanting to uh, a podcast, and I was thinking, okay, I want a podcast, but I don't want to do it by myself. I want someone that I feed off of. So we had done some work together, and so when we're sitting down signing the contract, and he's like, we, you know, it's a long story, but eventually <laughs> we, we decided this is something that he wanted to do that we that it would be great. So we're signing the contract, and as he's signing his name, he says. Did I tell you that I was a recording artist in, in Jamaica? <laughs> no, I did not know that. <laughs> and so after we uh, got the show and he went, he, he went in his, his studio and he created the lyrics and I mean the, the music and oh then he, he created the lyrics and uh, we sang it and it's like, okay. <laughs> A duo, huh? It's a duet. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to get Crystal to be a duet on it, but she said, "I oh, know." No, I no, 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 no. It's him. It's mostly him and another friend of ours that went to the studio and created it. But I think, you know, we all have our special talents that always doesn't necessary um, have to be about business, right? So I'm into gardening and tennis and things. And like tennis, that. you know, the, you know, the, you know that she just said, "I'm into gardening and tennis." And tennis, she is phenomenal. She's breathing <laughs> over it. She is phenomenal at tennis. So. And I love gardening. So those are the things that I use to to unwind. Gilbert, actually, what he should be doing is back in the studio because he's very <laughs> talented in that area. And I tell him that all the time that he should be doing his little reggae recording um, because he's good. He's really good at it. Automatically dancing when I hear I'm a entrepreneur. I mean, it's just so catchy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you. That means you were listening because I, you know, that's that's a little hook right there, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do it justice. Everybody has to listen to it if they haven't already. I mean, I, I for it and, and I thought, oh darn, you know, because I when we were promoting this, I thought, oh my gosh, I would love to have the song. Uh, you should you should have uh, asked me. We we have it. There's, there's, there's for sure. Yeah, you know, so you can add it too. that's a good point she brought up. You know, maybe it is. maybe when we have other guests promoting it, we should give them that link, the the, the theme song, so they can play it too. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So, Catherine, what's your your guilty pleasures of things that you do that have nothing to do with your business? You know, my guilty pleasures, I will say, is uh, traveling solo. I oh, really. really? Yes, I, I thoroughly enjoy just, um, even if I have to have a staycation, um, I love having a good meal and a good cocktail. <laughs> to really? where, okay. where was the last place you went to by yourself? 
Yes. Where was the last place? The last place that I went to uh, by myself was actually um, shout out to Blue Salt Fish Grill in Redondo Beach that I've become somewhat of a regular at because <laughs> I finished my um, interpreting assignment at Chatsworth and I was all tapped out, but it was such a great experience that I just had to come and celebrate it. Um, by having a good meal, their swordfish, I really recommend. Everything they have, they're so delicious. Mm. But a um, glass of wine. I think I ordered Josh, their white one. I was oh, in that. okay. And then they <laughs> my store stop it. <laughs> and it's so interesting because most people are very uncomfortable with, um, with um, uh, uncomfortable with traveling solo or even eating You're solo don't... or going to movies by themselves. <laughs> You're good with all of that. <laughs> Yeah, I love company too. Please don't get me wrong. I love traveling with company as well. But I did take a trip. Uh, the last one I took before the pandemic was to Chicago. I went to go do that architecture um, uh, tour on the river. Oh, oh, I need to do that again. I need to do that again. <laughs> did, you, did you do that one by yourself? I did. I, I, I traveled to Chicago on my own and I plan to return. Oh, Whether okay. Awesome. When was the Absolutely. last time you were in Costa Rica? It's been a while um, because that is quite a trip that one needs to take and the family is all out there and, you know, it's just very sad when one has to come back. So When, um, when you say quite a trip, what does that mean? Oh, that means we got to stay for a while because oh. I <laughs> on Thursday, guys, and come back on a Sunday. You can do a lot in Costa Rica in a little amount of time, but the family just gets so upset, you know, yeah. and they want to impose either. So I feel that it's quality over quantity, but since it's been a while, especially with the pandemic and all, I feel the next time I do go, this is going to have to be quite a trip, you know. But, you know, yeah. when I when I lived in Panama, I wanted to go to Costa Rica because Costa Rica is just right down the street, right? Yeah. And I never got to go, and I keep kicking myself every day because I heard in Costa Rica it's um it's like being in Jamaica. You got the you got the Atlantic side and the Pacific side, and I guess the Atlantic side is the side that's more like Jamaican. Got reggae music and Jamaican food. True. <laughs> I, you know, if ever you decide to go, Gilbert, please let me know, and you too, Crystal, yes. to let you yes. know exactly where you need to go to make the yes. I'm, I'm gonna be calling on you because I heard it's great. It's amazing. What, what is the best time of the year to go there? Well, you know, Costa Rica is tropical, so even if it rains and it's a little cloudy, it's not consistent. It goes yeah. away. The The rain, by the way, is warm. It's not cold, okay? Uh -huh. it's, yeah. it's not chilly. So uh, truth be told, almost any time of the year, but I want to say more so uh, during their spring and um, summer is always best. But, I mean, I've never found a time in Costa Rica for it to be a drag in that aspect. They don't really have a winter. They do, but it's a rainforest. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe uh, a roof, uh, um, Corrales from New Women's Business Center. I think she's from Costa Rica. Is that right? I'm gonna have to get in contact with Ruth, really. Yeah, because she, she just came, she went to Costa Rica, and I think that's what she was saying. She was going home, so that was in about two months ago. She went to Costa Rica. That's why I'm here, okay. I, I reached out to um, the women's uh, group, and she's the one that actually introduced me to your workshops, and that's why we connected. 
Yeah. So that Ruth is, is I believe that's where she's from. Is Coastal. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys have some stuff in common there. And uh, uh, and I've heard a lot. I have some, I have some uh, friends that are from Costa Rica. And I have friends that uh, are getting ready to retire. And it seems to be the retirement, current retirement spot for yeah. Americans to go. Um Organized and it's very safe. There's no army there, guys. So, <laughs> you know. I mean, if anything, God forbid, happens, the U.S. backs it up. At least that's the plan for now. But to be quite frank with you, um, you'd be okay with your your English show that there, Gilbert. <laughs> yes, I would love it. <laughs> you know. So if if I'm traveling from Panama to Costa Rica, I'm sure there's like a, a border there just like Mexico, right? So mm -hmm. all I got to do is show my passport and I'm good? Yes, I think you should be good. You know, um, Costa Rica and Panama have always had really a really good friendly relationship in regards to yes. that. Yes, back and forth and yeah, when I was there, when I was there, a lot of spring breakers would travel from Panama to to Costa Rica. Yeah, drive, they drive up there, you know. So mm -hmm. I'm going. This is amazing. I love it. I <laughs> but I never that, got to go. If you you went, I think you would love Montezuma, if I'm not mistaken. Montezuma. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, uh, it, yeah, we went to, my sister and I. We went to Cancun for uh, a friend's oh, son's goodness. wedding, and that was awesome. So now oh. we're ready for another vacation. So maybe we might. Uh, yes, Beautiful. yeah, Cancun was awesome, and we were sitting there on the beach going. So why does anybody leave here and come to where we live? <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> Cancun this is, is, I have good memories of Cancun too, for sure. This this is so amazing. This is yeah. so amazing. So how do people reach out to you, Catherine, to if they want to solicit your business? Uh, is there a phone number, a website, a email that you want yes, to put out here? In the chat, it's Catherine Jimenez is my name, and then it's kjinterpreting.com. And of course, if they wanted to reach me via my website, that's fine too, because all the information is there, but I'm happy to include it in the chat as well. My phone number as okay. well. And oh, you, the, put it, you put it in the chat? I'll go ahead and do that for you if you'd like. Yeah, yes, please do. So I can put it over here. And I'll so you say Catherine, Catherine Jimenez at, at? It's KJ, KJ at, Interpreting. At KJ. It's. Basically, my website is kjinterpreting.com. Oh. Just the way it says right, up, right by my name. Catherine Jimenez is my name. And then it's uh -huh. kjinterpreting.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to I'm gonna put her website out and up now so everyone can see it. Thank you. That's her website, guys. So if you're looking for an interpreter, um, this is the place to go. And the person that she does... If you guys, let me, let me um, take this off right now. Okay. And she does every kind of that, guys. She, she, wow. she does interpreting. She does translations. She does education. Uh, so reach out to her. Her phone number is right there. And her website is kjinterpreting.com. So yes. make sure you guys reach out to her. And uh, and check her out. I mean, look at all of that. She does legal documentation, immigration, wills and trusts, um, brochures, 
Girl, you just got it going on there. <laughs> Please, you know, and nothing's been in vain. We have done our for ourselves to serve and to make things as easy as possible for the client. Yeah. And that's so important because we really should be, everyone should be focused on um, global, doing global business. And, and this oh, is, uh, uh, we, we need to be more familiar. And, and I personally think that if we are, um, if we, in order to bridge that communication gap, in, in order to bridge the fact that we're all humans, we have to learn and understand each other's cultures and um, and be able to be able to communicate with one another. A lot of times our problems stem from the fact that we don't communicate well with each other because we don't that's know each true. other's languages. And 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 um, so that's really important. That's yeah. true. And I just want to confirm, did I put that in the chat correctly? You did. It's um, now on uh, the Thank chat. You. And uh you should be able to see it right. Uh, yeah, you'll be you know, if you were looking at the show, you'd be able to see that it's in the chat. <laughs> and it's down below. I am so glad you came to be on our show today. Not more glad than I. Not more glad. Than I. <laughs> so, so now that is all, almost coming to an end. That wasn't so bad, now was it? <laughs> <laughs> anybody, anybody who has the opportunity, what a gift, what a blessing. Um, Gilbert and Crystal are truly. Thank you so much. I can't say it enough. Thank you. Thank you. We so, Thank you. We so appreciate you. Our job is to make you feel comfortable and just enjoy the experience with our, our listeners and our viewers. Yeah. And make sure you reach Gilbert. Um, you can put your information in the chat. Yes, let me put so info in the can, chat. So she can reach out to you so you can get her on the way for um, her certification. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, because I think uh, you've been in business for 10 years. You are definitely should be ready to. And at that point, now you're going to have to hire a staff. You got to train some people. Uh, I hope so. You know, at, at first I thought I just wanted to be a one-man show, but Look at what you guys are doing. It's more like a team, right? So yes, teams are good. Teams are excellent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Teams are excellent. Uh, I think also uh, young people that haven't figured out really, you know, especially young people that are bilingual and, and being able to understand that it's good to be able to incorporate both their cultures and their languages in their business and how that makes them a much more valuable um, employee. Amen to that. They can, yeah, I don't think, you know, young people sometimes take it for granted that they speak two languages, that, um, you know, it's just what they do, right? But no, you can take that and that gives you an added skill and and, and ele elevates you to another level as an employee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Makes you very valuable. Very yeah. valuable. So, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So there's Gilbert's contact information, Catherine. Yep, and uh, so definitely reach out to him. And Gilbert, you reach out to her. And yep. she's special. She's a very incredible lady. You and attract I, and, okay. You attract more. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And yeah. there's there's a variety, a variety of uh, things that you do that most of our clients can benefit from. So I can't wait for them to start reaching out to you. You know, going to your website and uh, learning some more. Sometimes 
Sometimes we don't know that we need people until we're in a pickle. The last minute, we go, oh, my. Ooh, who can do this? Oh, Catherine, let me reach out to her. <laughs> so that's how we to do it alone. We're not. Yeah. yeah. No, we're not. We God didn't intend us to operate alone. Exactly. So, yeah, he intended us to have others. Well, it's been absolutely awesome. Gilbert and I enjoyed you so much and getting to know you. And we want to continue on our our relationship here. And um, I will make sure you get a copy of uh, the show along with the intro song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. God bless. Happy Friday. Feliz Viernes to everyone. Thank you so much for all the questions, all that, you know, was able to happen, manifest, and for all that tuned in. Well, thank you very much. You, you've been a joy. So we appreciate you. So everyone, you are tuned in to the Business on with Christo and Coach Gilbert. Gilbert. Uh, Into the Business Zone. We are here every Friday afternoon at 3 o'clock. And you can find us archived on YouTube. And it's streamed live on Facebook, YouTube. And you will find us on LinkedIn probably by next week. And on your favorite podcast channel. So please tune in. Go over to our YouTube channel. Subscribe. And we will. We want to see you back here next Friday at 3 o'clock. We have another great guest, Mr. Leo Kambline. Uh, He is the director at the um, Brotherhood Crusade. And he directs the Youth Source Program. So you want to tune in next week. And... And uh, uh, to Mr. Leo, and of course you can go and we have over 500 videos uh, uh, archived on our YouTube channel from every topic you could possibly imagine uh, as business owners. And Gilbert and I are seven, uh, celebrating our seventh year on air in oh, July. Yeah. So oh, two months yeah. from now and uh, three months from now. So um, we enjoy what we do and we enjoy bringing uh, this media platform to you in order to help educate you and make sure that you are going to be a successful business. So we love helping small businesses. Yes, we do. So, hey, Greg. Yes, oh, joined seven us? Years. Yeah, Greg just came on. Yep, seven years. It seems like it was just yesterday. It really does. We, we, <laughs> we started in a studio, and um, when the pandemic happened, we decided, it was like, okay, well, we got to keep this going. And so then we just became streaming online. And so that is probably where we will we're, well, we're going to grow bigger, but we will be continued streaming. See, Chris. And we love what we do. Coach Crystal is the brainchild behind this podcast because when, uh, when, when the pandemic hit and we couldn't go back in the studios because, you know, people were falling off like flies. Um, we said, let's find a platform that we can use to still get our message out there. And Crystal was the one who found this um, this platform, uh, uh, Restream. 
and mm -hmm. we've been on it since. Uh, it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. I, I think you use the same thing for the briefing, right? The community briefing, Crystal? No, I use a, a Zoom for the community briefing because I have a different uh, strategy there. I, I like to know who's coming on that platform, and I like and I can keep a sign in. Um, you know, on Zoom, you have to sign in. So it helps me build the, the client list, I mean, the mailing list over there. And I can also see who's dropping off and who's staying on. Oh, and so it okay. helps me, um, it helps me monitor it. So, but then I take it and I upload it to uh, YouTube. And uh, thank you, Greg, uh, Jasmine. And I can upload it to YouTube. Then it's on YouTube. It is on all, all podcast channels, but there's a very specific purpose for it being on zoom and also you know zoom gives the community it's a community briefing and so the community briefing is about the community being able to know who the leaders and the stakeholders are in the community so everybody that's on can be seen and and there's that that's my strategy for that one so so greg is saying that he he had a technical uh support bad week here we had to go to ups <laughs> Spend an hour and 20 minutes on uh, UPS. Greg, what's going on there? You know what is interesting? <laughs> Something must be happening, not just supply chain in, in the ports, but my sister sent my, bro my nephew cookies for his birthday, and he just got the cookies yesterday. His birthday was April 24th. Oh, wow. He just April 24th? His birthday oh, was April 24th, and he just got the at the cookies uh, this morning, actually. Is he, is, he, <laughs> is he sure it's the same cookies? Is he sure <laughs> to eat all his cookies and then buy like a dollar store cookie and send it back to him? <laughs> you know, with, with your son, oh, wow. UPS deactivated his account because he did not use it for 90 days. When did that happen? Why what? did he do that? That's wow. crazy. That's insane. That well, we're so crazy. sorry, Greg. <laughs> Lo siento mucho, mi amigo. <laughs> that, that's pretty incredible. Woo, too much. Well, everyone, we're going to sign off this week, and we want to we wanna thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Catherine, thank you so much for coming and, sh and spending Friday afternoon with us. We so enjoyed you. It's been a pleasure. My and, um, the pleasure was all mine. Yeah, and we're looking forward to continue continue to be with you. God, yeah, Greg has had troubles. His desktop crashed. You got UPS problems. Oh, man. <laughs> I am so sorry to hear that, man. Sorry about that. You know, that. Greg, this is Friday the 13th. Things like that happen on Friday oh, the 13th. <laughs> You'll be all right tomorrow. Oh, today's <laughs> the 13th. I didn't even realize that. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, car battery died on Monday. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, guys. something real quick. I apologize. This is Jasmine, Mr. Jasmine Haley. Yeah, Jasmine Haley. Jasmine so is sorry, you mentioned ASL, American Sign Language. If you ever need anybody that, you know, that's a sign language for the deaf. And if you oh. need 
I can connect you to someone who can help you with that. I apologize. Oh, I that, that's very valuable information. American Sign Language, ASL, yeah, right? You do ESL, and she I was can asking about ASL. Language if you need that, because I belong oh, okay. to the Association, American Translators Association. Oh, that is cool. I like that. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much. Thank you. All righty. See you guys next week. It's been great. So, Gilbert, take us out. You there got we go. Wisdom. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll using procurement, program, and control. As a small biz pro, I saw we grow using procurement, program, and control. I'm a business man, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. All 